Hello and welcome everyone to the Teacher Parent Garden Club. Welcome to the club. Make sure you like, subscribe and share if you fancy it. Or go give it a review. No one gives it a review. Go give it a review right now. Five stars only, please. Uh, but before all that, you know the school. If you're a teacher or a parent that wants to get your primary child to... In primary school child to get... Just not just one sing get your singular child into gardening then uh, and they go to primary school this is a great advert if your child right hang on if your child goes to primary school or maybe you're a primary school teacher then you need the school gardening success plan that's right all of the lesson plans all of the equipment and most importantly teacher support i went on tour in 2020 and the one thing that i found was missing from school gardening was teacher support. Yes, there's some amazing teachers out there doing it, but we want to get everyone involved to get complete success. So if you're a teacher that, you know, I already know you already do so, so much. You don't just finish at three o'clock like all us parents really think. Oh, teachers got it easy. They've got six weeks off now. Oh, they've got, um, oh, they finish at three o'clock. Come on, it's not even a full day. I know that that's not the case. And how can we expect you then to go and spend all of your evening marking papers and then go and look up about gardening? We can't. It's not going to happen. So I am here to support you to get gardening with your class with school garden success. If you want to find out that rant, if you want to find out more, then it's schoolgardensuccess.co.uk. UK, we're already having schools sign up right now in the middle of a six weeks holiday, which is absolutely amazing. Thank you to you. But get ready for September. We're coming for you and we are going to get gardening. That sounds like a threat, but. Um, yeah, I've, I've not even had an energy drink. On, <laughs> on with the show. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast like I just said. I hope you're all good and I hope you're having an amazing six weeks holiday. I'm really enjoying myself, we're having a great time. Cannot believe we're on the week three of the podcast, everybody. Or for the week, not of the podcast. Maybe there's too much caffeine in that tea, I don't know. <laughs> week three of the six weeks holiday. We're, we're almost halfway through is the way I'm looking at it. We're on week three. I know we're not exactly halfway through it. Perhaps you started your school holidays a little bit earlier. I know around the country, people start them at different times. I always thought everyone started at the same time. Why would we? Makes no sense, does it? Uh, maybe, like I said last week, you're listening from a faraway lad. For some reason, I don't know what. I don't know why, but we are quite high in the charts in Russia. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that could be bots i don't know but let's not get into it. it's too political um but everyone needs to go that's all i'm saying everyone needs to garden anyway right anyway welcome to the podcast uh and this week uh last week we had that uh audio from louise this week 
everyone. We have audio from Mr. Richard, a friend of the show, Mr. Richard Sugger. And this podcast is in two bits. A two-bit podcast. This week, you're getting half of the show. Next week, you're getting the other half. I was on Richard's Sunday night show. Every Sunday, Mr. Richard Suggett from the Veg Grower podcast goes live. You know if you follow my career, and I know that I have done that. I have gone live, in fact, four days a week, five days a week at one point in uh, lockdown world. And as soon as real life counts quite with me, I just couldn't keep up. But, everybody, Mr. Suggett is there every Sunday on Facebook, YouTube, um, I think Facebook and YouTube is the two places he does it, but um, it's brilliant. I have to salute his veg grower army and himself for showing up every Sunday for that because I, for one, know how difficult that sometimes can be. Uh, and as you well know, I did my theatre show when Mr. Suggett joined me. Uh, I was very thankful. Uh, and in the evening of that uh, that theatre show was his live show and he wanted to talk about my favourite subject children's gardening oh yes which means that uh, I have been lucky enough to be able to use the audio from that show and hopefully give you a few ideas and also get Mr Suckett's thoughts on certain bits as well which is really good and you know it it was always going to happen if Olive was about. Olive joined us for the show as well. So this is a part one, a 45-minute part one uh, of uh, Mr. Suggett's show, which I ripped the audio. Uh, it's all about children's garden, as you well know. Uh, it's a lot about me speaking at Easter Eggs as well, a lot, and we get a lot of information. It's really, I find it really interesting, really interesting. So I hope you enjoy uh, this first half of the podcast. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another week in the Veg Grow Podcast world. Hopefully, you can hear us okay. Slightly different setup, and obviously, I'm not at home, nor in the potting shed. Uh, he's just kicked the table and made it all fuzzy. Sorry, was that me? <laughs> that Sorry, was that was you. Um, anyway, how are we all doing? How are we all doing? We're back here. Uh, if for those that don't know, this is Lee Connolly, aka Skinny Jean Gardener. Uh, well known for kids gardening, which is what we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. I want to know from you guys how you get kids gardening. Before that, we will go through what I've been up to over this last week. Got a few stories to tell you, I'll tell you that. But first of all, let's see if anybody is actually out there. The roll It's awful, that isn't it? But it was a bit of fun. What was that? Is that you saying? That it? was me saying, yeah, the I was a bit bored one cool. cool. I was a bit bored one day. So, first of all, let's see who we've got out there. Ballycillian Allotment Man, evening all. Missed last week's show. Wasn't too well, but better now. Glad to hear that you are feeling better. Uh, Adrian is out there. Hello, Richard. Good evening to you. Uh, did, 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 did. I feel like you should salute him because it's the, uh, the army. Yeah, good point, good point. 
Good evening, Veg Podcasters. Good evening to you, Turbo Stream. Idaho Garden Girl. Hello, Richard and everyone. I'm weeding my garden. I'll be listening, but probably not commenting. No problem. It's pleased to have you along anyway. Lovely to see you. Uh, Jenny Hallett is out there. Hello, everyone. Hope you are well. Muggy and horrible here, so gardening later for me. It's a bit muggy, actually, isn't it? Right, muggy, isn't it? Yeah. Muggy right off. Yeah. Uh, Hargrave Gas, evening everyone. Hope you've all had a good week. Hope you've had a good week too. Let's keep going. Nicola Cornish Heaven, evening Richard and Veg Growing Army. Good evening to you. Hopefully you can hear us all okay, I meant to say. Anna Jones and the else. Sorry, I jumped some. It's all right. Yeah, it's because I haven't got the usual setup. Hi, Richard and Lee. Hello, everyone from uh, Anna Jones. Lovely to see you. Margaret Peacock is out there and saying can't get it on YouTube. Yeah, other people are watching on YouTube. So uh, must be your end in, in some ways. Uh, Richard Golden says hello, twins. Good evening to you. Hello, Richard. Uh, not just Green Fingers UK blog, a.k.a. Lisa. It says evening both. Good evening to you. What's up, Lisa? Um, Beatrice is saying hello to everyone. Um, and Margaret is also seeing neither of us can get it on YouTube. Don't know, uh, but Nicola Cornish Heaven and a few others are watching through YouTube, so I don't know what's happening there at all. It oh, is all streaming my end, I can see, so God knows what's happening. So he's just going to check, isn't he? Just checking, just out. So, what have we been up to over this last week now? Uh, some of you may know, because I did mention this on the Supporters Club podcast on Friday, I've had a bit of a, <laughs> it feels like every week has been full of events lately, but this week has been incredibly full of events, and it's um, made me think about things that we're going to discuss next week. Um, I'll explain. My wife, Amanda, her mum had a minor stroke on Thursday, so we've had a lot of crazy evenings going on, as I'm sure you can all imagine. She's okay, so don't worry about that. She's she's still in hospital, but coming out soon. Um, but this is this has been really difficult to try and get down the allotment. I popped down there Friday night. I've been trying to go down there every evening and just do a few bits on the way home from work, a bit of weeding, a bit of watering. Friday night, I was hoping to go down there, get the strimmer out, get the lawnmower out. Didn't have time for that. I managed just to do a little bit of weeding, a little bit of watering. Uh, harvested some tomatoes, potatoes, onions, those sort of things. So a lot of harvesting going on, a lot of good stuff like that. Yesterday, I was at home. My nieces came over, and they helped me pot up some of my plants. In fact, some of my fruit bushes that I've been buying lately, quite cheap, like uh, pot them into small pots, bigger than what they came in, but small pots to get them growing on. They've grown again, so they're going up into bigger pots until they reach their final sizes. What is the final size going to be? Uh, I'm looking at like the possibly 30 centimetres, maybe even 60 centimetre pots. Good looking ones because these are going to go in the, the front garden a bit more. Oh, okay. and I want them to look good. I want them to be heavy so they can't be lifted. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that, that's. Basically, what I've been up to over this last week, 
What about yourself, Lee? Have you been up to any gardening? I actually, I have actually, uh, not in the sense of actual my own garden. I've been in, uh, so we actually launched the Colchester Garden Festival just over a week ago, right. where I am in Colchester. And we have been sorting out, we've got 13 school gardens we've been uh, creating with 13 primary schools and just trying to make them survive. So we were really lucky that we had uh, our local garden centre, Perrywood, um resupply some plants that died you know we had that heat wave was it mm -hmm. la not last week was it the week before that it was really hot yes i think it was yes it, it was weren't it yeah. yeah so we planted them up on the 15th mm -hmm. and it was the 16th 17th that weekend then 18th and 19th of this month we had that heat wave the monday and tuesday yeah. and it destroyed the, the um some of the gardens some of the school gardens so this week we've been busy replanting them up with the team. I say we, I mean some of the team have been. I've been just pointing at stuff uh, and also uh, doing some sow and grow sessions as well as part of the garden festival, which has been quite good. So we've been uh, they're called sow grow sounds sessions. So it's like DJing, music, and sowing and growing. So we've been doing that in town as well. So it's been a very gardeny week. So uh, you, you mentioned Colchester. What was it called? It was, it's called Colchester Garden Festival. It's the first year we've done it. Right. Is this a new, well, obviously a new thing. This is the first, yeah. first year you've done it. What What was happening for this? So what we've got is, so I, I don't know if you remember, we did the Skinny Jean Gardener Festival in 2015. Mm -hmm. What year that was? 2018, I think 2018. it was. 2018? Yeah. So that was the first like little um, start of it, right? And that sort of bubbled. And then obviously we had everything that else went happened after that, right? And then... Last year, I spoke to a team from Colchester Bid, who they have uh, a, a pot of money from all the businesses around Colchester to bring more people into the city. Mm -hmm. We're city now, so, you know, uh, to bring more people into the city. And we decided to do a Colchester Garden Festival to inspire people to look after their gardens more, grow more. And basically, it's a month-long event where we've got these growing growing sow and grow sessions easy for you to say <laughs> um we've got um the theater show which we've just done today we've got um the school gardens we did a school tour as well there is other um gardening events going on throughout the town and yeah just and also we had anger and bloom pop over to judge us the other week through it so uh, like i say it's something it's you know it's very I say small, it's quite a big festival this year, but we're starting small and we're going to grow it throughout the years. Um, and currently it's been a success. We've only been running it for like a week and a bit, but it's been a, a big success at the moment, so it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been up here today because Lee's done here as part of this a show in a theatre, which was, it was a lot of fun, I've got to say. I had to set up and take photos and stuff. It was very different. I've seen you on stage at shows, but in a theatre... It had a real different feel to it. Yeah, there's a different vibe, isn't there, yeah. to, to a whole theatre show. I am, you know, again, uh, all my stuff really helps my ego. So the theatre thing really helped the ego, but it was a different vibe to it. And I felt a, a different connection to the audience without like going into it like I'm some sort of Bono or something. Yeah. There was that yeah. different connection with the audience and them coming on stage and taking part of it. And yeah, I can see it happening again, man. It's going to, yeah. again, there's something else, all these sort of things start somewhere and then just grow and grow don't they so yeah yeah so yeah no it's been fun it's exciting yeah. times good 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 it's what i think towns need to do more of in the gardens excuse me garden scene yeah um right so 
on the comments. Digwell has joined. Good evening to you, Digwell. Lovely to see you. Margaret Scott found us on YouTube. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Digwell says, wish Amanda's mum well for me, please. We will do. Um, I don't know if Amanda's watching, but it wouldn't surprise me. She'll be watching. I'm on today. Um, Stream says, best wishes for Amanda's mum for me. I'm behind on the podcast at the moment. Uh, No problem. We will pass that message on. Uh, Beatrice says, been dodging all the showers up here. Can someone please move the cloud that is above me? Best wishes to Amanda's mum. We had a bit of a shower, but not much. Nothing serious. Nothing serious. Could do with a bit more, though. I, I don't know what it's down, been like down south. It's very rare I get to say down south here. <laughs> but I don't know what it's been like down south today. We very we haven't had rain for a long time. In fact, they were talking in the news that we're going to be heading for a drought. Yeah, apparently, there's going to be... Bands. I heard a, um, someone talking today. There's going to be another heat wave. We're coming up to another heat wave. Yeah, I've point. heard that. So, I've heard um, that. Yeah, interesting yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, Jenny says, I'd like to say Lee is amazing with what you do. I used to run a school gardening club with over 30 kids of all ages, making seven gardens at lunchtime twice a week. Hard work, but so worth it. Oh, I'm with you, Jenny. Mainly on the bit that you're saying I'm amazing. But yes, uh, fantastic. Yeah, nice work. Seven yeah. gardens. Yeah. Uh, Turbo Stream says, not been to my plot for a few days. The Commonwealth Games Marathon came past the allotment, so we limited, limited access this weekend how annoying is that how annoying is that when you can't get to your allotment because if, of if it's a commonwealth marathon like a marathon yeah it don't happen every day no i know but i'd still i would find that annoying uh, especially if you only have weekends free i suppose <laughs> and then the council or the, the, the committees jump on you for not attending uh, it. Yeah. Events. Uh Turbo Stream said we had actual rain today, but not enough to make any difference. Well, we could do a bit the hard way, certainly that. Grove Veg UK is joined. Afternoon all. Good evening to you. Um Jenny says a question for Lee. Yes. Have you approached the home education committee? Home educating my daughter for 18 months. I'm sure a package of family club can buy with support would be popular. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've talked about it on here before, but I, I do a, a school, primary school gardening plan, and I have been asked before about a home education one, uh, and it's probably something that I need, I'll look into and try and do it. It's, it's The cost is, try, like, the problem I've got is the cost for the primary school one is as low as I can possibly get it. To try and do a um, home one. It could be done. It could be done. Be I'll have a look very, into it, Jenny. Thank yeah. you for that. Home one would be a very different package, but it would be. But it's it's not impossible. No, no, it's just not impossible. Put, a, put your head together and come up with ideas. I'm, I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper now, Jenny. So I remember. All right, I'm right yeah. in my hand. Uh, Nicholas says I've not been doing the garden. Had my sister down visiting and been spending time in the beaches in the sun, rain, and mist. Mm. Nice, very nice. In Cornwall as well. How lovely is that? Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Um, uh, my dad has joined on Facebook. Good evening. Best wishes to Amanda and her mum. Thank you very much. Hello, Ian. And uh, Rebecca, good evening, gentlemen. Sorry I'm late. Lost track of time in the garden. I don't blame you. It's these late evenings, isn't it? It does make you want to be outside. Beautiful excuse, though, isn't it? We'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Jenny says, thank you. If I can help, let me know. Thanks, Jenny. I'll probably be in contact in the next couple of weeks and we can talk yeah. about it. Yeah. So that 
kind of brings us nicely. Please do keep letting us know what you've been up to in your own gardens. I should say the phone line, unfortunately, isn't open today because um, I haven't got the setup out and about for this. But if you do want to zap yourself in, I can add a link in the comments right now for that, uh, which is very difficult to do. One-handed. Without the monthly uh, mice and stuff. But hey, there you go. Link is gone up um, if you do want to zap in. Now, we're going to, the subject we want to talk about is summer holidays. Some people out there may have their children who are off school, or you may have grandchildren looking after grandchildren. And as, as you can gather by the conversations we've already had, Lee is. Uh, one of the main people, I can't think of anybody else in the gardening world, who is trying to push the kids' gardening side of things at the moment. Well, I have now called myself on my website the number one children's garden educate. What? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> the self-proclaimed number, number one. one. No, it's not me. It was about, anyway, children's gardening expert. Um, and I thought... It would make a nice discussion tonight to talk about how you might get your kids involved in the garden. Yeah. Or not just your kids, any kids, what things would you do? Now, I come to this. I don't have children. So I was a bit, uh, I've avoided these subjects because I don't feel I've got any authority to sort of say or any real experience. My nieces, and they were, as I said, they were around yesterday. They do come around. One of them does like a garden and the other one not so much. So I have what I would class as a very limited experience on getting kids into gardening. But it has been done. I have done it a little bit of it. And I find the best thing to do is to not push them, not force them. If they don't want to do it, don't force them into it. Yeah. Just yeah. gently encourage them into it. Yeah. It's... Um... I think it's very easy. As soon as you become a parent, it's easy to like try and push that or force and, you know, like push any of your ideas really. But especially with gardening, trying to push those garden ideas, getting outside in the garden saying, yeah, we're going to do this. If children aren't part of the idea and the planning of it, it's going to be a very difficult activity to do. And you don't want to do, you don't want gardening to be like a, like a couple of minutes outside doing something. You want it to be an activity for like, if you can do it, half a day at least yeah especially over six weeks holiday we're in a, we're a point where you know if you want to try and do stuff that's not gonna cost a lot of money the garden is your theme park yeah yeah i mean let's, let's not forget the six weeks holiday was originally designed for the children to be off school to help bring in the harvests from the the parents well we should probably oh. restart that if i'm honest with you yeah i mean get kids working I, more i can't imagine many parents disagreeing with that i think our olive <laughs> would be down for that, Olive. Yeah. Olive be, is just down Olive, there, but be she's down? hiding. Don't come on, don't you? <laughs> no, can't no, come on. No, no. Would you be down for uh, spending your six weeks harvesting uh, the crops? Hi. She's not in the no. She's saying no. It's a no, no from Olive. No. Okay, there you go. But that, but that's what it was originally designed for—to help in the farms and and what have you, bring in the crops, which is a little known fact, but it is. It is the fact. And that's because back in the day, farming was such an important part of our life, our lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we've moved on from that. Now, uh, 2020, so you did a school tour 
And it opened your eyes quite a bit up, didn't it? Yeah, massively. To be honest with you, it massively opened my eyes up to what children have and what spaces they have as well. Because I'm even Colchester, and we're very lucky. We've got um, pretty much every school has got uh, a field to play in, or well, actually one down the road. Uh, I went to one of their schools the other week, mm-hmm. and they've got a whole woodland. It's like go ape in there. Back right. of their school, but we're very lucky with the space we've got. And then I went on this tour in 2020 and we, we visited loads of schools around the country. And just for instance, like I went to Birmingham and we went just outside of Birmingham, Suggs, and they had so much space. They had sheep, they had, yeah, not cattle, but they had all sorts. It was like going to a farm. And then I went into Birmingham and they just had tarmac and it was just no space to grow at all, really. There was AstroTurf, there was tarm- Tarmac Playground, and it was a bit sad to see. And then, Ooh. obviously, when I was chatting to the children, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't really have this. Is, I don't really have any outside space. Like, coming to school on this Tarmac is is my outdoor space. So it opened my eyes up to what families and children have around the country, which I perhaps think that I was a little bit naive to. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's kind of why I avoid the subject. I don't have kids. The closest I've got is Roxy the dog. Like she, a kid. <laughs> like a kid. But she's 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 not a kid. She doesn't she does come out into the garden, but she's hard work to control in a garden, which I guess is similar to a child. <laughs> <laughs> and that but that's the closest experience that I can say from my sort of thing. Yeah. Now Jenny has just came up with uh, absolutely don't push but make it fun. My two help me every day. Sometimes I physically need them to help, but often because they want to. My son mows paths. They love seed sowing and growing veg, etc., etc. Yeah, if you bring everyone in on it, then um, then it makes sense. It's a lot easier. It's like a team effort. Do you know what I mean, yeah, as a family. If you if you've got a family focus of what you're going to do, it makes things so much easier. Yeah. Um, sorry, wrong one. And then she goes on to say, broke my heart years ago. Little lad never felt grass before, and I didn't know, and didn't know he could sit on it. Wow. I've not had that before. No, but I can understand. I mean, on on the grass side of things, I'll tell you one thing I have been doing, um, especially this year, is when I've been doing my sow and grow sessions, I've been speaking to a lot of the children. I had a little boy the other day. He was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get artificial grass because it's easy. And I was, like, trying to explain to him um, the benefits of having real lawn. Yeah. Um, and especially when you've got people that have never felt real grass before. Do you know what I mean? It's um different experience. It's, yeah, exactly. It's terrible, really, isn't it? We need to, to make sure that children realise it, especially for our future. If you really think about it, for our future, yeah, we need children to know the benefits of having that space. Yeah. Um, not just Green Fingers UK blog or Lisa, I can say for sure. Yeah, uh, when my girls were young, they had a wonderful time at my allotment. We had a swing, they rode around on the site on their bikes. We had picnics, we looked for ladybirds, woodlice, bugs, etc. They made my pies, which children don't seem to do these days. My youngest had a small flower patch, whilst my eldest. Just ate everything that was ready, chives, fruit, etc., etc. It was impossible to do any work whilst they were there, but now they are grown up, they remember with fond memories. That's it. I wish. I'll tell you what, I had my allotment um, before Olive. So I think I got rid of it just as Olive was born, 
just because one my career was going somewhere else and also um I, I moved as well so it made a big difference um but i wish that i had that um allotment space still to take all of two um because we do a lot in the garden we grow a lot in the garden we're looking to grow more um with what we do but to have that allotment space is quite special and i and uh yeah i can i can see exactly what you're saying Ooh, yeah uh bally Stillian says i found with the grandkids was to show them what i do then give them their own raised beds to grow fast growing things like radish lettuce etc and bore them with rule and don't bore them with rules etc make it fun yeah i mean especially with that if you're given um i always do say that give children their own space because um what you want to do is give them responsibility like gardening does two things for children right firstly is responsibility uh, and looking after plants the hardest thing as a parent or a grandparent to do is uh watch children plant something watch them grow and then unfortunately watch sometimes children forget to water them and they just the plants have to die and you have to watch that as an adult because children need to realize that if we want these plants to grow they need to be watered they need to be cared for and unfortunately mm. I personally learn more from doing and seeing yeah. that happen than reading a book or being told it. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then patience is another thing. If you're going to grow from seed, brilliant. If you're going to have a plant, whatever happens, plants and vegetables take time to, to grow. And we're in a world of like instant, like I can order something and probably get it by 10 p.m. Mm. on a Sunday. But during the week, if I order it the same day, I can get, get something delivered to my house on the same day. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. But that's not the same with plants. And I don't think we should ever try and make it the same. Mm. I always get people who say, oh, um, I know a good one for, for children to do is grow radishes. But yeah. I don't know many. Olive's here again. Olive, do you like radishes? No. No, I don't know many children <laughs> that like eating radishes. They may be quick to grow and you know, they might get that quick, like instant hit from it. But if they're not going to eat it, it's pointless in growing it. Well, how do you know they're not going to eat it until they try? It's what I would say to that. It's a very good point. Very good yeah. point. But if you want to try and get children to, my personal preference, if you want to get children to eat uh, vegetables, maybe don't start with radish. Yeah, I mean, I know peas are quite a popular one with children. Peas are amazing. Olive can actually come out. Olive, you come out of school the other day with some sweet peas, didn't you? Yeah. And was like banging them out on the pod. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, I, on another note on that, I've forgotten what I was going to say now. So Sorry, I'm going to move on. I'm going to so ramble on. <laughs> I will, I will, it will come to me. Um, what was it? What was it? Oh, no, I can't think what it was now. So we'll come back. I'll, when I remember, I'll let you know. Uh, Jenny says, not my little lad. It was an outdoor activity for schools. Digwell says, this week's subject is back to front. It should be, how do the kids get you to help in their garden? Uh, how did it, was it? How do you get? How did the kids? How do you get? How did the kids get you to help in their garden? Oh, okay, yeah. So he yeah, goes yeah. on to say his kids are in the thirties. Wow, well, that is uh, something yeah. I've not experienced yet. Yeah. Um, Jenny says we have made worm viewing plant pots and seed growing mazes uh, so much that they can be so much that can be done. Sorry, I'm, it's the small screen. Um, my two have the have the garden to do with as they please they have lots of wildlife long grasses and flowers etc it's very important i think that even i am guilty of not totally having a wild garden i've tried it 
but having those wild areas are really important um, and make it easier for, for wildlife and for children. Yeah. And, uh, and not being too, I think my biggest tip is not um, being too precious because especially young children, uh, I remember Olive when she was like two years old, she had a little area in the garden, used to throw bits of slate about, eat compost. And I mean, I don't recommend eating compost. but uh, Especially not the peat-free stuff. No, but there will be plants that you plant up one day and the next day you go outside and the kids are digging them up or throwing them, not throwing them about, but going to be digging up and moving them. And you sort of have to just go with that because at least they're getting involved. And yeah, sure, they might die, but, um, but at least they're getting involved in it. So, you know, yeah. don't be yeah. too precious. Same with your allotment. Yeah. Digwell says radishes are too pep peppery for most young children. Oh, I think so. I and think so. Rebecca says, does anyone really like radish? Well, I do. I actually don't mind it. I like radish. Uh, I personally do. Yeah, yeah. We don't have it very often, but yeah. But I do understand they are quite a, a, a pungent flavour or a powerful flavour. Mm. Mate, you, you don't like radishes. Is, yeah. the, is it a flavour? Well, I've never actually tried one. I just look at them. Stitch me up. Stitch me up. Go away. <laughs> kind of proves my point, but at the same point, I know they are a powerful flavour. Um, so Jenny says, sorry I keep commenting, but I love this subject. Don't worry. Comment all you Go like. Away. Uh, we also had Live in Small World play planted by the kids. So ferns and mini mountains for dinosaurs, miniature trees for small figures to play, etc. Loved it. That's a really good thing. We've got uh, fairy gardens, haven't we? Yeah. Which we like. And I, and we've just changing around our garden a little and bit. And we're making like a little fairy bit. Yeah, we're making like a little fairy garden. Again, it's about uh, ownership as well. Mm. So bringing in them sort of things, uh, even on the allotment, if you can have a little area for children to grow in, bringing those fun little things like little dinosaur bits and miniature trees and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, if you make it interesting for them, then uh, they're going to get interested and, get, and, and use it and care for it as well. Care yeah, for it. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm just going to go back to this radish subject, actually, because it just occurred to me, Yeah. pretty much all the packs out there that are designed for kids always feature radishes. Yeah. But pretty much everybody is saying that kids don't really eat radishes. It's radish propaganda, basically. So what the government want you to do is <laughs> eat more radishes. They think if you can get you at younger age... Right. then that will bring up the price of radishes in the future. It's quite a long con, but that's what they're doing. Right. Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. is, what it is? You heard it here first. Or is it more because they're quite cheap to produce, they can sell them? And, and they're kids. quick. <laughs> and they're, Well, they are quick. They are quick. There's definitely that. Do you know what? I think since uh, I got into gardening, um, especially children's gardening, there was this thing where, and I still hear it a lot with people saying, we need to grow quick stuff for children. I think the actual storyline should be we need to teach children patience. Yeah, yeah. Why? That, why? Why do you think that? Why do I think why we should teach children patience? Yeah. Because good things come to those who wait. That's what I was always taught. And they, yeah, that's what you do say. I do say, yeah. And like, if you work hard at stuff, like looking after a plant, or working in a job, or trying to be, trying to do, or, or trying to be a gardener megastar. These things take time, don't they? And I mean, you know, Richard, how long have you been podcasting for, Rich? Be ten years. No, nine years. Ten years next year. Yeah, I and mean, things take time to like grow and progress and flourish. get better and flourish. And, yeah. and and I think we should teach that through gardening, but also, you know, 
I mean, I don't want to be in like a young people, are, are, you know, nightmares, but young people do not always, but sometimes come out of school and expect to be straight into a CEO job. And that's not the yeah, case in yeah. life. So Gardner can teach that in his own little way. That's reminded me what I forgot I was going to say, but I'll come back to that in a minute. Okay. Ordering and planting, says Anna Jones, bulbs for pots indoors is a good one. I used to love my little crocus pot when I was little. Now, there you go. now I know that, Olive, you used to like planting bulbs as well. You were out there every day after planting and checking on them, weren't they? Do you remember doing that? Uh, um, yeah, a few times. We Yeah, we had loads of bulbs. And, uh, yeah, I remember. And I used to think that planting up bulbs was a rubbish one for children. Why? Until, well, I'll tell you, because I thought it was boring. And then I did it with Olive. And then the reaction from Olive, I can't remember how old you were when we did it on their walls, but the reaction from Olive when they started to pop through the soil, and again, every single morning waking up to see the progress, uh, made me feel like, you know, it was uh, worth it. We had tulip bowls while we were growing at the time. Yeah, yeah. So I find that really interesting, actually, because I didn't want to thought anybody was interested in growing bulbs at that age. Yeah. yeah. It's not until you do it. It's not until you experience yeah. it. Uh, Belly Sooning says, mine all love them. So many different varieties. Don't You don't have to grow the basic French breakfast, etc. I agree. There's some nice coloured ones, even rainbow coloured ones, or you get into the mooly ones, which are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, all tasty. All very, very tasty. Uh, and uh, That was radishes I, he was talking about. Yeah. And Digwell goes on to say, like you say, radish fast growing, so early results. I think that's why it is, and they're cheap to produce. So mm. I think they can mark them up because they're selling them to kids. Um, but it's, it's misinformed that it's going to get children to garden. I think that's the, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Now, what I, the, the comment I had in my head that I forgot about was all as um, and Stuart Jackson. I've, I know Stuart Jackson is unable to watch tonight. He's probably on holiday still. But he's always said this, is that he used to try and tell the kids that what he could sow, what could be sown that particular week or that next week or and try and control it. And in the end, he's, and he says this now, and I think this is something that we've said as well, he's decided that he'll just let the kids grow. And if it doesn't work, they learn from that faster than being told what to do. Is this something you found? Can you just repeat it? Because I wasn't listening. <laughs> what, what was it? What was it? Ba- basically, letting kids make mistakes. I'm under the yes. impression that, that a lot of kids these days are not allowed to make mistakes. No mistake. Well, it's uh, it's well, it's being taught in schools more now. For instance, um, well, if you don't have rubbers in your school, do you? Just have rubbers in your school to like what type of rubber? to like rub out pencil. We do, but the teacher keeps them on the shelf. That's it, and yeah. Ah, oh, it's because the teacher likes to see mistakes because it's important that but we also, do. Also, the teacher said that we should cross out so the teacher knows, and they then they put like a squiggle and then a little yeah. one or something. And they... Yeah, because the teacher is important. We all, you know, we all run through life, mate. Again, we're going back to life lessons. Gardener, <laughs> gardener can teach it though. Yeah. Um, but we all make mistakes in life and we have to learn from them. So it's good to, you know, Ooh. I think it's a good thing. 
Yeah, I know I agree. And Jenny says, gardening is also so important for children, young people's mental health. It can be a release for them. And also one thing in my life they have some control and influence on. I completely agree with this. We had, I'm going to say we, Lee had a child today. Do you want to say? Um, won't mention No, names. I don't know if I want to share it. I don't know if I'll share the story. But just, I think the main point of it is that this child came up to me and spoke to me and gardening and getting into gardening has massively helped her to um, be happy in her life. I think yeah. is what I, what yeah. I would say. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit of a delicate because she was quite young and... But he, he showed the power of what gardening can do. Yeah. I think that's the main, yeah. main subject point. Of. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, but on this, uh, talking of mental health, I mean, that brings me a bit early in the show to mention this. But next week, I do want to talk about how gardening has helped your health. And this is what I mentioned when I mentioned about Amanda's mum, something that we've been thinking about. So next week's subject, how gardening has helped your health. Getting, getting in there early, but... It seems appropriate with that comment. Do you feel like um, gardening's helped with your mental health? Does it make you happy? Yeah, because it's like good to be outside and do gardening. Good to get outside. Good to get yeah. outside and do yeah. gardening. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So, so far, we're all in agreement that kids should be taught gardening a lot more. Did we mention this in my daughter here? I don't know if it's not a random child. That's just <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We should explain for those that don't know. This is Olive. Olive is Lee's daughter. Hi. <laughs> um, she's very much Lee's role model in, in this particular field. You're my little inspiration right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. Rebecca says the power of gardening and nature is something else. Yeah, we can't disagree with that at all it really is i never realized it um to yeah. begin with but i think gardening has definitely helped us all yeah. especially over the last few years of what we've all had so um if you can get your hands in some soil it definitely helps yeah. so let's bring this back to the main question how do you get your kids to help in your garden or as digwa says how do your kids get you to help in your in their garden <laughs> um so I find this, as I said at the beginning, don't have kids. So I find this a very difficult one. But when my nieces do come over, they, one of them particularly, she'll take a coat off, stamp, take her shoes off, put her welly boots on, stamp around saying, I want to grow something. Amazing. Um, and I've not, all I've ever done in the past for that is said to her, should we go and grow something? Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Do you want to help? I've never pushed it. Nope. I've just encouraged it, I guess. And what I find that they they really like is just growing, getting their hands in the soil, sowing those seeds, and getting dirty. Yep. Yep. Um, add to that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Connolly. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I think I always cut down guard, kids' gardening into three sections. I think I might have said it on your podcast before. But grow your own, and it all relates to what we can put into our allotments as well. Grow your own, obviously. Uh, wildlife and fun. Uh, so if you're not growing your own, if you're not learning where your food comes from, I think that's really important for children, a great starter. Mm -hmm. We're caring for the planet. We've got to look after wildlife. 
before we came along with our buildings and houses and everything, the wildlife were there first. So we should definitely take care of them and welcome them back in. And finally, fun. If you've not got fun in the garden, then children are going to get distracted and just want to go yeah. back and watch. What would you go and watch if not? Um, I, I don't quite know what you like, mean. What are you going to watch on telly if you probably The football. Um... Well, not the football, clearly. So, yeah. So, yeah, it all comes down to them, really. Jim M says, my nephew and my nieces get involved if I pay them. Fair enough. Two plots moan and strimmed for £10 is a bloody bargain. Money is a... Uh, yeah, obviously, if you've got the money to, spend to get kids to do it, they'll do it. Oh, if we go and cut the lawn for a tenner? I don't know how to cut the lawn, so no. She don't know how to cut the lawn yet. Okay, right, we'll work on that. But, I, I mean, I don't think that's... A, a, a poor point to be fair I, I'm a firm believer in that kids need to realise they have to earn money mm -hmm. especially when they grow up that's not like you wouldn't just ask somebody like it's not illegal just to say like car loan for tenner what do you mean like you wouldn't just say it's not like it's not right to say cut the loan for a tenner Oh, you wouldn't do it? I wouldn't do it. Oh. 20? Ten, no. No money. Oh, you'll Ten? do it for oh, free? Right. You would do it for free? Yeah. There you go. There what you can go. I say? <laughs> Remember that. Record that clip out of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll save that for future prosperity. <laughs> That's very good of you, Olive, I've got to say. But at the same point, I do think it's important that children realise that money has to be earned and where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't just grow on trees. Otherwise, we'll all be growing them. <laughs> uh, Jim M says, they are learning to earn money at a young age, just like I did. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then she goes on to say, come and do mine, Ollie. Oh, now you've there got you go. people asking you to come and do their lawns. <laughs> what are you going to say to that? Busy. <laughs> bit busy at the moment. Bit busy. Bit busy. But that's that. This is where I, I find this fascinating. That this is where gardening has so many lessons involved and so many things we teach children. Money and that you have to earn money is one yeah. thing. History. A yeah. lot of people don't realise how much history there is in plants. Something like the humble potato that was brought over by Sir Walter Riley, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's Sir Walter Riley. Yeah, yeah, you know, when, way, yeah. <laughs> um, from the Americas when they when they were first discovered. So that whole history is there, and yet we eat potatoes like well, they're considered a staple. Just yeah, four hundred years ago, maybe a bit more than four hundred years ago, we didn't know about them here. Mm, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. What would uh, what would you put you McDonald's? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I do like my McDonald's. <laughs> Gardening. Gardening, gardening, gardening. Let's take a quick break and have a look at some of the photos that have came in quickly. Now, uh, Stephanie, um, Idaho Garden Girl, she has sent me a photo of her garden. Unfortunately, because I was out and about today, I couldn't quite get it onto the usual uh, thing that I do. So apologies to that, but I will do it next week. With um, the extra couple. Your photos, because we all love to see what you are doing. Is that uh, what is that? Oh, love. It should be love. Oh, love. love. It's a side Okay. Yeah. 
we'll let you off. Now, Jenny's chilies, I believe these are chilies anyway. They look like chilies to me and are looking great. They're nice size, actually, aren't they? Are they chilies? Because I've not seen what colour are they? Yeah, so they're different colours from I've the red ones you usually before. see. Uh, you can't get with a multitude of colours like that. Mm -hmm. uh, next, she's been doing some companion planting. Oh, well, that seems that, to be working. It seems to be working. All those bugs cool. are on their companion plants. It's working. It's working well. Uh, she's also sown some Thai basil from the Supporters Club Seeds, which was last month's. Nice work. Um, and they came up looking great as well. Thai nice. basil is beautiful. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Beatrice has been harvesting. She said she's going to the allotment in the morning because it's so warm. Uh, but she's harvested quite a collection there. Some broccoli, cauliflower, courgettes, beans, and some potatoes. Some potatoes. Do you know what? I've not sown. Do you know what I'm going to do? 100% next year is sow courgettes. Because I know we always talk about a glut, but I've not done courgettes for a couple of years do you, now. Do you actually eat courgettes? Yeah, you can really. You can. You watch next year. We'll have courgette with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stephen has sent this photo of his garden. Which I think is looking fantastic, considering this was a lockdown a really project. Nice so it's, 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 who's this garden? Stephen. In, uh, he comes on the podcast every now and then. Oh, yeah, Stephen. Stephen. A lot of plants. It's a vegetable patch. He's got a tiny allotment down the road, but lockdown, he built this. and good. Looking good. Yeah. Looking very good. Uh, Ian, as well, has harvested this lot too. A lot of harvesting going on this mm, week. It's a good time for it. Um, he says today's crop includes kohlrabi and amaryllis. Well, that was a nice work. Okay. Uh, keep sending those photos in. Indeed. Let's get rid of that. There we go. So, good lot of photos, though, isn't there? Yeah. Isn't good time to harvest. I suppose it's a good time to harvest, I suppose, especially in this weather. You don't want mm. things to um, to wilt away, do you? So, yeah. you might as well. Yeah. Right. Jenny says gardening teaches everything doesn't it? Maths, science, geography, history, life skills, planning, forecast, and problem solving. Honestly, I mean, one of the things we did with a school success plan was, uh, oh, it makes it just so easy. I mean, it's an easy job to try and fit that sort of stuff into what we do. So, um, yeah. so yeah, there's so much you're right, Jenny, there's so much you can fit yeah. into it. So for those that don't know what the school success, gardening success plan is, well, that's a bit of marketing for you, but yeah, we can just explain um, briefly um so basically it's a uh, a plan that we send into schools it's primary school based uh it's free lessons every single month uh, they're video lessons we give all the equipment to the schools that are based around those lessons and then we offer teacher support which means the teachers can get involved and ask us questions and that means we can reply to them and make sure that their class continues to garden so yeah it's um it's good i'm very excited about it yeah it's one one so i mean i think certainly we're all safer we've been talking about a lot of basically growing plants yes growing fruit and veg growing plants for our for to get our children involved and i think that's probably a quite a key thing but gardens more than the plants i feel anyway there's the plants are 90% of it, but then there's other things that we can do in gardening. And that, everyone, is the first part of this podcast. Go give Richard some love on the Facebook and Twitter and the Instagram at the Veg Grower Podcast. 
go subscribe, go subscribe to me first, obviously. Let's make that a, a, a priority. And then, go subscribe to the Veg Guide Podcast. Part two, coming up next week. <laughs>